Hello everyone. How are you? Julie here again. Um sorry my voice is a little bit low uh because it's uh 23:45 at this moment in the evening. And normally I have gone to bed uh probably one hour and a half ago, but today I had something to think over and it took a lot longer than usual. Uh but anyway, uh I decided to re- record this podcast because I couldn't have done it all day long and I promised myself to push myself harder to do the daily podcast. So, even if it's uh um 14 minutes before the midnight, so still I'm doing it. Yes. <laughs> um today I want to talk about the brand architecture. Uh we mentioned already that um you know brand is not like just an object it's more like a person you have to treat it as a promise it's uh something that you keep it uh it's mm, abstract so try to think and then treat it as an uh promise an abstract that you must uh keep it you give the name to it and then uh f- finally become a person and then when, when if you give a house then the brand have better place to live so brand architecture is all about that uh not only for a brand need a place to live but also they need uh determine the relationship with the brands uh has with other brands in that home which means think about this way when you do that when you think about architecture you can see there are lots of rooms uh and you have a different function of each room and it has got its raw structure uh such as like bathroom kitchen and bedroom master bedroom uh parlor room whatever it's the same thing you must have this kind of structure architecture of the brand there are so many formats and models but here are three general way to think about your options when building the brand architecture number one, the very first one is um house of brands which means you have a house right and the brands are under neath of a house so they don't uh know the house itself which means uh the company has uh many brands and many rooms inside of the house each brand stands on its own and there's no relevance whatsoever one another so probably customers know the names of brand but not necessarily not necessarily know the name of the company so for example uh Procter and Gamble also known as P&G it's a huge huge company so the brand itself is a P&G and P&G owns many familiar brands we use every single day Crest toothpaste, uh, Tide, 
the laundry detergent, Febreze, the the spray that you use it in the bathroom or in the living room, Pampers, Bounty. There are tons of other brands that we you hear and then aha, I know that that much uh, brands they get hold of. But then, not necessarily many people wouldn't know P&G. They, they, the, all the brands are belonging to P&G. So, like I said, customers may not know these are owned by the same company. So that's the house of brands. Number two, it's called branded house, which means you create a brand as a house. So all products and services within the company are associated with a single company brand. So it's hard to make another types of brand, but you are focused on one brand. Um, good example would be Caterpillar. You know, when you think about the Caterpillar, then you can think of tractors and heavy equipment and definitely, it's all yellow. So, it's what we call a master brand. So, branded house is like a master brand because it governs all the products and services. So, BMW is the same thing. You can think of the cars. Can you think of other than cars when you think about BMW? So, that's the power, power of master brand. So when you think of one brand, you can just pop up with one idea or several ideas or several images, split images of that brand. But that brand governs everything. So it's under one brand. And number three, it's a mix of these two house of brands and branded house. So it's called a blended house. So it's mixed house. Of these two models previously mentioned so a little bit of a master brand with uh, individual brands connect to it a good example would be Marriott International which is a hospitality company so under Marriott International that you have a Marriott Hotel and under Marriott Hotel they have this 18 or more sub brands they run, such as like courtyard, residence in Fairfield, in uh, Spring Hill Suits. So, cause consumers associate with a great quality of Marriott when the name is attached to the sub brand. So, for example, courtyard. So, when you hear that, like, oh, okay, it's just different kind of uh, you know accommodation but then when you see courtyard by Marriott hotel then your attention draws into there and then it stands up more than other same levels of the uh, accommodation so that's the power of the brand so it's on promise because you can think of oh you know what you um, they always good uh, ser serve the, the service is so great and uh, you always have a great impression 
of how Mary Hotel carry out their promises. So when you see within the sub categories, so it's a different level of accommodation, obviously. So there are like five stars, four stars, three stars. So even if you choose like three stars of accommodation, when you see the Marriott, when it, when you see by Marriott at the end of the day, people probably would go for that name rather than others. That's the power of a brand. So here is the question then. There are three different types of uh, models. Which one would be the best for me? Obviously, it depends on your strategy. Um, there are some pros and cons. Uh, for example, uh, House of Brands. It's gonna be very um, cost costly, to be honest, because you have to start from the scratch. Everything has to be done individually because it's like each brand has got its own promise so everything has to be from zero and then building up the relationship also very time consuming so uh, but then at the same time that there is uh, benefits that uh, in, you can add, add as many brands as you like so if you don't have any problems with uh, uh, creating new uh, brands and then obviously you could support it then yeah house of brands would be a pretty good option for you um, branded house would be mostly uh, cost effective because you can focus on one one thing only so brand become a house a brand become just a symbol of a promise that they can think of so that's very much cost effective and for the startups i think uh, small business owners and uh, define it correctly then it could be really empowering and then um the lastly the blended brands uh, probably many companies use this model to give um, best benefits of both words worlds uh, brand building that building the uh, brand architecture help the customers understand your brands the way you want them to so that's the real advantage building brand equity so whichever model you choose whether it's um, a, a house of brands or it's blended bread brand or it's um, brand house uh, whichever you choose definitely uh, you will know which one suits better for you and the, what kind of uh, promises you can uh, keep multiple or one to start with or mix of it so hopefully you figured it out which one would be your ideal uh, brand architecture model I hope you enjoyed uh, listening to this um, and uh, thank you for listening. Now I see the time and it's still 23.57. So yay, I made it before midnight. 
so I'm gonna hit the sick. I am so tired, but tomorrow will be new day, so before midnight, I'm gonna go to bed. Night night, everyone.